It is no secret that the Modi government is pushing for development in the infrastructure sector in India with the hope to aid the manufacturing sector. Over the years, the government has introduced several schemes like the Bharat Mala, Sagar Mala, National Logistics Policy and others to meet its goal. How successful has it been? What can we expect from this upcoming budget? My colleague Nivedita spoke to Abhaya Agarwal, leader infrastructure, government and public sector from EY India to find it out. Listen in. Hello and welcome to the Business Line podcast. I am Nivedita Varadarajan. With me today is Abhaya K. Agarwal, who is in EY and he's here to talk to us about the infrastructure sector in India and how the budget will impact the sector. Thank you so much for joining us today, Abhaya. Pleasure. So let's start with the sector as a whole. The mm-hmm. Modi government has been giving a lot of importance wow. to the sector. What are some of the things that the government did right when it comes to the sector as a whole? I think, see, in terms of, uh, I'm, I'm thinking that you're talking about Gati Shakti as such. Yeah. So as the name suggests, Gati Shakti is to speed uh, speed up the logistic movement. And that uh, means more infrastructure, that means better facilitation, that means uh, more data exchange. So a lot of things have been done. First of all, as a theme, it has caught up with all the ministries and states. So they are organizing themselves under Gati Shakti. Uh, though budget for the central government, uh, various ministries remain with them. But in terms of central coordination with state and uh, many last mile and first mile connectivities are being planned under this. So in terms of, I think the uh, data layer, etc., they already have done a lot of work and states are also on board. We saw recently many states are planning multimodal logistic parks as well as uh, logistics master plan. So you know, it may sound like uh, another name on the blog, but at least ha- as a common theme, it has been able to get attention of everybody that not only we need to move, not only we need infrastructure, we also need to move faster, better. So I think that's a So far, it's not a bad story. It's a good story, actually. So the main focus so far has been roadways for the Modi government. And they've been exceptionally good at it after a long time we are building a lot of road infrastructure. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I think expressways were planned long back. Yeah. And one of the problem was, you know, two lane to four lane, four lane to six lane, is that doesn't give you access free traffic because there is so much of ribbon development along mm. that all the economic activities, they flow over to the road. And at the end of the day, speed remains after some time the same as before. And globally also, that was the model that uh, the traffic should be able to, at least between nodes and in corridor, should be able to move uh, without any hindrance. So after having a little bit of you know, planning exercise and hiccups, I think the expressway plan has come out well. And uh, I also see a lot of states are planning expressways. And uh, so central government has its handful. Uh, among all the infrastructure, you know, highway is something which is employment generation. And uh, in India, still, we are not so technology-oriented uh, in terms of construction. And whenever we take road construction, it has large multiplier effect because it creates economic opportunity. And also, it has a lot of employment generation potential. So, highway is a good story. And I think highway will continue to be a good story. 
and i am not talking about parvat mala etc which is bharat mala which is in any case continuing so the thing about roadways is that how much ever you build your road right the traffic is going to not is going to be way more than uh, the what the roads can accomplish and therefore the railways becomes an important part for freight movement and at at the present i believe that the railways is not fulfilling its potential for one most of its capex is going for pensions and salaries and the government's focus is also on redeveloping the infrastructure which is needed i'm not saying that it's not it's most definitely needed but is there enough focus on freight movement in india in the railways yes of course so uh, you know the dedicated freight story and uh, the land acquisition has so much time which has lapsed since it started hmm. but uh, we need more so the i think the jury is not out whether we need more dedicated freight corridors or we need to have better existing lines because we need more speed we need larger trains we need better loop lines we need better technology in terms of signaling and at the end of day we need more throughput we just i mean we need not have more infrastructure per se hmm. for the sake of it so i think railway is working all of it including rolling stock which can move faster including locomotives which can move faster in terms of dedicated freight corridor also i think they have prepared five dprs five lines and with time they will uh, maybe take one or two but they are very very capital intensive so high speed and dedicated freight corridor they are the things in offing more uh, but uh, which one will come first i think not yet announced yeah. finances to this is a problem right like you said they are very expensive and the railways is not generating enough income for it so what can we expect from the budget this time around i think the overall focus on infrastructure beat railways beat highways beat other sector will remain hmm and one of the reason is multiplier effect one of another reason is employment generation third thing is that we are infrastructure deficit country hugely hmm. the amount of money we need to spend i mean if you see rakesh mod committee report 20 long back about 20 year old we need to do 1 trillion so we are nowhere near that yeah yeah we are nowhere there so the only it's, it's okay hmm. i think we have at least passed uh, the time when lot of announcements were done and nothing happened now be it station development be it uh, uh, you know railway line or metros etc things are functioning and happening okay so that's the one thing that the modi government is doing uh, implementing the schemes that are already in place especially for the railway should we expect that to come in front before investing more money into newer projects is that something which we can expect in this budget finish off the current projects before we take on new ones you have raised a very valid question so railway has in the shelf huge amount of projects mm. which were announced for political reasons from time to time many of them are stuck many of them are moving slowly at some stage railway will have to take a call to shut some of them or to accelerate some of them hmm. right now i think the, the their priorities is different their priorities is how to run better trains on the existing track faster train on the existing track which is the right priority and perhaps they will come to that also so new infrastructure versus already planned infrastructure versus in progress infrastructure that's a good question time will answer that but in terms of uh, 
I think rolling stock or speeding up or operational improvement, that is something which is going on. That's a welcome move. Is the government investing enough in building infrastructure for the railways? We know that they give a lot of money for it, but are they actually spending it? See, railway is a public good hmm. at the end of the day. Hmm. And we had COVID uh, where passengers were not moving, but trains were moving. So we had huge losses. Yeah. Whether railway revenues are enough, uh, well, uh, the, it's nothing to be discussed because railway is cross-subsidizing in a big way. Whether railway will go ahead and implement more projects, yes. But where, I think that that's a question from always time to time. I, my guess is they will take more high-speed, more dedicated freight corridor, and they will also prioritize existing investment. So is this the time we need to ask ourselves, is it the time to make railways like a company and not like a government department? Is it the time to professionalize the railways more than it is right now? I think uh, this is more talked about than really is required to be talked about. If you see UK rail experience, they reverse the privatization happening. No, I'm not talking about privatization. I'm, I'm, I'm coming to corporatization. More... I'm, talk... yeah, I'm Professional, to more... Yeah. Give more control to the railway board and to ensure that they can have enough money to operate. You know, 70% for salaries is, is something not sustainable for any organization. Yeah, but that is the same for the, all the states, etc. Hmm. And if you see recent, I think yesterday news only, railway has earned 2 lakh crore extra hmm. out of freight. So I'm sure, uh, see what happens in railways is railway doesn't move GDP. Railway moves uh, manufacturing, mining, and goods which can be traveled across. Hmm. Services cannot be taken. Yeah. So when these sectors are uh, you know, kicking, railway will have more money in their kitty. How much surplus they will generate? Of course, it's very difficult to say as of now, but government will continue to invest. I think government has huge investment commitment towards railways and they will continue. And will the long duration taken to make railway lines or to finish the project in railways, isn't that a hindrance? Isn't that a demotivating factor for the railways? By the time they meet the demand, it might even not exist anymore. No, this, this doesn't happen in the sense that by the railway line is completed, demand doesn't exist. But you should know that railway is a very, very professional body and uh, very, very competent. I mean, those people who can build such high bridge, uh, they, they should not be really doubted for their competency per se. Huh. What happens is the biggest issue today is a land acquisition hmm. for all linear infrastructure project, how much time it takes and how many ministers change, how many political parties change and uh, India is a country where everybody has to be taken along. Yeah. So I think that is the process which takes time. Otherwise, construction per se, we have uh, you know companies who, have, who are constructing railway line world over. And uh, we have railway officers who are going abroad and doing projects. So there is no shortage of competency, capability, and the companies who can do that. The problem is with acquisition of land, which is not in the control of railway. So yeah. would some of the problems be solved if railways could make the decision? Railway makes all the decisions regarding the land acquisition along with the states. Hmm. Largely, railways rely upon states. 
So there is ministry doesn't do anything as such other than giving money to the areas. So I would like to talk about another big thing which the Modi government has been uh, pushing forward that is increasing digital infrastructure, which is not only the Modi government's thing, but it has been going on for many years for ma- across yeah. m- multiple governments and the Modi government is pushing things like Bharat Net. One yeah. thing about Bharat Net, Internet is not going to the hinterland as fast as we hope. Will this, this is obviously a problem for a country which wants to digitalize fast and which is focusing on digitalization. How can the budget address this? So budget can only give money. Budget oh. can only make plans. At the end of the day on the ground, uh, either DOT or BBNL, they you know thrive on private sector efficiency, etc. for laying optical fiber. But it is being done, it is in the process and I agree with you in terms of it is a huge change. You think about a lot of bright kids in the village, in Panchayat, who can study sitting there only, they don't have to move out. And uh, in terms of demographic, in terms of agriculture output, everything will change once we have completely digital overall space. So what can the government do to make this process fast? The government doesn't delay, uh, in my view, specifically something. Hmm. Uh, it does do in terms of uh, taking out emphasis from one to another from time to time or allocating money, etc. But uh, I believe they have huge focus on this. As such, digital is a big focus for this government. Nobody can deny that. And uh, if that happens, I think that will be a good for everybody. So is there any anything we can expect from this budget with regard to the push for digital infrastructure? I think uh, this uh, digital infrastructure connecting all the panchayat and all the villages, etc. is something which will happen faster. Hmm. Government may give more money and uh, overall infrastructure, I think, should get uh, good growth under the government. One more aspect that the government launched a big project was the smart city project. And in this project, there's a lot of money which is being invested both by the state and by the center to make cities more livable. So what can we expect in this regard, in this budget? So see, uh, smart cities were identified, they were given budget, but implementation is totally with the state hmm. and the SPV and the city. Hmm. And uh, the implementation was slow. And it was also to act as a catalyst in terms of few examples like Pune, Nagpur, what they have been able to do uh, in terms of smart traffic signaling and other things. So I think it's it's a journey and uh, it may take time. But as such, if you see uh, smart digital intervention is happening in water supply also, Amrit. It's also happening in Jal Shakti, in rural water supply. So it's, it's a part of overall package. I'll also like to talk a little bit about urban transportation. We, we talked about how road transport is not always the best. And you said a little bit about the metro. So can we expect a little more of a tilt to urban transportation and funding for metros in this budget? So to my last news, I don't know exactly, but 50 metro are under construction. Hmm. I, mean, I think that's a huge number. And many of those metros are now in expansion stage. I think it has perhaps stopped to be a news, but I don't see any metro which is stopped for further expansion. All of them are getting money and multilateral funds like ADB, World Bank, uh, European Development Bank, etc. All of them are pitching. So that is not going to stop. But lately, I think government is also pushing electric vehicle, Hmm. which is a new kid on the block. 
but I, I don't think so. Metros have been compromised in terms of their expansion. So can we expect EVs to be given more importance this time around? I think that should continue and that is already getting more importance. I want to also talk a little bit about the national logistics policy. It has a huge promise of connecting India like never before. Do you think that the goals are a bit too big to be achieved because by 2030 they want to reduce the amount of logistical cost to the developing country? So is that something which is quite achievable? We are quite close to 2030 action. We still have seven years. Hmm. So logistic cost uh, is the main reason why all of this Gati Shakti is happening. Hmm. And for good reason. Yeah. Uh, it will definitely get reduced to a what extent is the only the question. No, so we have a lot of problems because it's a legacy issue. We hmm. have bus stands in the middle of city. We have a lot of sidings in the middle of city. So it will take time. And... Uh, but I think speed and uh, interchange, multimodalism is the key intervention as far as government is concerned. And uh, the data layer, which should help all of this. So we should continue to do that. I think 2030, I, I don't care how much we will achieve, but if we are able to achieve uh, substantially, I think we should be happy. I think this is the case with the, all sectors. India has implementation issue thanks to its governance in and democracy, where our democracy is pretty rooted, takes time to decide and implement. So we should wait. And as long as there is a focus and we are persistent with it, it should be achieved. My issues with infrastructure, good, they need it, but the government doesn't have a lot of fiscal leeway to spend on them. Is there something we can see in this budget, which innovative solution for funding these mega projects? Innovative solution for funding, uh, one is of course PPP. Uh, hmm. which somehow is not kicking in as much as it should. The government uh, is also very keen. And second thing is that, uh, you know, long-term bonds, etc. because it's a good debt to have. You should know. Hmm. It is not a bad, because it's not a subsidy, it's not a lost productivity. So as long as uh, we are getting commensurate multiplier employment as and also growth in the economy, that will in long-term kind of satisfy the cost incurred. So government, I think, has said and has demonstrated that infrastructure at any cost. And issue is our capacity to implement. Issue is not really funding. So far, if you see last 15, 20 years, uh, we have implemented less than what we have planned. You also mentioned that. Yeah. So it will be a good problem to have. It will be a good problem to have that funding is short. But otherwise, funding is not a problem. So how do we address this implementation gap? It's a work in process. Government, uh, if you see in NHI, the speed was how much? We talked about 12, then 25 kilometers yeah. per day kind of thing. Today, how much? It's nearly 30, I think. 30. So we have traveled a long journey. Government has created a lot of land acquisition cells and also using private sector. So... I think with time, we will know solution for each of the problems. Okay, so finally, can you give, give us like three or four things you expect in this budget with regard to the infrastructure? I think uh, interest-free loan to state was very interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, that will continue. And 
I think the amount of fiscal deficit and these discussions are taking place. States may be encouraged if they are within range and they may be given more budget for interest spending. And uh, third thing is that we find more expressway announcements in this mm-hmm. and maybe new trains, Vande Matram trains, etc. I think the issue where I will be very keen to see is that how investments in urban and health sector is going to increase. These are the two very important sectors. Though government is doing, uh, in health also they are doing, they are developing district hospital into medical college with private sector participation, etc. That's it. The, all of that is happening. But, uh, but overall health spent in infra and uh, education infra as well as urban, I think we need some innovative solution to push that. So what kind of solutions can we look forward? Okay, so in, in health side, we can look at, you know, health cities or large health hospital projects, etc. with medical college. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are short of doctors as well as nursing, as well as paramedics. But the overall regulation is not very encouraging. Mm. But uh, if we somehow break that barrier and spend more on healthcare expenditure, which will trigger health infrastructure, that will be a good start. Okay. Thank you so much, sir, for joining us today. My pleasure.